0: Bells, stand by all stations.
1: Attention, all districts, a five-alarm fire, five bells, move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's
2: go. Firefighters. Presenting Firefighters the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll meet Tim Collins on his way home from duty after a day that has seen Chief Cody set the forces of law and order on the trail of a salesman who is distributing substandard electrical equipment to innocent buyers. But before we join the search, there's time for this message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to the quiet neighborhood where Tim Collins lives. As you remember, Tim has finished his tour of duty with Engine Company 209, and just a moment ago, as he turned the corner of his own street, a woman's voice hailed him. The voice of Miss Andy Layton, old friend of his mother's, who said,
3: Tim! Tim! Oh! thank your mother for me. It was so thoughtful of her sending that salesman to me.
0: Uh, The salesman, Miss Layton? What for?
3: To show me this wonderful bargain. See these uh, electrical cords for my flat iron. Oh, good grief. Your mother took three, he said, and it was such a bargain she asked him to come and see me and I bought two for myself. Uh,
0: Miss Layton, Miss Layton, you you haven't tried to use these cords, have you? Oh,
3: not yet. I was on my way to work when he stopped me this morning and I've had them at the office all day. Oh,
0: What did he look like? Uh, The salesman, I mean.
3: Why, uh, like anybody else, I suppose. What difference does
0: Uh, Miss Layton, please, try to remember. Was he tall uh, Short?
3: Why, I suppose he was about as tall as you are, Tim. He was? Well, as tall as your shoulders, anyway. You've shot up so, Tim, since you were just... Uh, uh,
0: yes, sir, yes, sir. And, and and his face. Was he clean-shaven?
3: Why, yes, yes, he was, except for a little mustache. But, Tim, I don't know why you're asking me all uh, these. Uh,
0: please, Miss Layton, any other marks? I mean, things you noticed about the fellow that sold you these cords?
3: No, nothing at all, except the gold too.
0: That's the man. Miss Layton, you mustn't use these electrical cords.
3: Why, Timothy, you're not telling me what I mustn't do. I
0: don't mean it that way, Miss Layton. I mean... Well, those cords are dangerous.
3: Nonsense. They're every bit as good as the cords you buy in the stores. And they're a wonderful bargain. But
0: look at them. Flimsy, poorly made. And, and, and where's the tag? See, there's no tag, no sign that they've been approved for use.
3: Oh, fiddle dee Here's my rooming house. Oh, but,
0: Miss Layton, those cords aren't safe to use. You could start a fire. Timothy,
3: you mustn't talk such nonsense to a person old enough to be your mother. Now you run along home. Good night. Uh, Miss Layton, wait. Good night, Tim. Uh, Miss Layton.
0: Oh, good grief. Oh, Mom can talk her out of using those cheap cords, yes. Uh, Mom brought... Yes, she bought three of them, she says. Now my own house is in danger.
2: Tim, suddenly realizing that his own mother... may at this moment be using one of the defective electrical cords... that have started a series of small fires wherever they have been used... breaks into a run toward his home. His mother, contentedly preparing the evening meal in her own kitchen... Is startled as the back door crashes open, Mom,
4: anything oh, happened yet? Glory be, you maybe dropped my spoon into the kettle. Uh,
0: oh, gee, Mom, I'm I'm sorry. Here, let me fish it out. Tim,
4: don't you dare put your fingers into my stew.
0: Oh, uh, sorry, I just thought I could pick it out before it sank. Oh!
4: Wow, serves you right. Mm. Now go put something on your fingers before they blister. Mm. Don't you ever come crashing into my kitchen like that again? Hand me that other spoon from the drawer. Yes.
0: Here you are, Mom. I guess I got excited.
4: You certainly did. Don't suppose you could tell me just what's the trouble with you tonight, young man?
0: Well, it's those electrical cords, Mom. They're dangerous. You mustn't use them.
4: All right, I promise. Though, of course, I still don't know what you're talking about.
0: Why, those cords for the toaster and flat iron and things, the ones you bought from that salesman this morning.
4: What? cords? What salesman? Let me feel your forehead, Tim. Mom, I, I don't have
0: any fever. I'm
4: just saying...
0: Look, you did buy some electrical cords from a salesman, didn't you? Miss Layton said you did.
4: Andy Layton? Uh-huh. Whatever gave her such a notion? When I buy cords, I get them from somebody I can trust, and I make sure they have a tag on them to show they're safe to use. But the... Well, the salesman Your father taught me that years ago, Tim. Well, you could burn the house down with an electrical cord that isn't up to standard. But it. that salesman, Mom, he, he told Miss Layton you sent
0: him to her. I?
4: Why, he must have been making that up out of whole cloth. Oh,
0: that's it, he did. He told her that cock and bull story to get her to buy some cords for her flat iron. Oh, good grief, Mom, will you talk to her? I tried to tell her, but she wouldn't listen.
4: Well, I don't blame her if you jumbled it all together like this. What do you want me to tell, Miss Andy Layton?
0: That the whole city is trying to trace that salesman because those inferior cords he sells are so bad they start fires wherever people use them.
4: Oh, as bad as that, Tim? It's pretty
0: bad, Mom. And, And if she uses that flat iron of hers with one of those cords, well, that rooming house she lives in isn't any too fire-resistant.
4: Tim, I'm going over there and talk some sense into Miss Layton. Oh, Mom, that's wonderful. And I'm going right now. You watch my studio. You bet, Mom. And I'll phone Chief Cody, too. Uh, I'll be back in a jiffy. Tell Jimmy and Trudy to set the table. I won't even wait to fix my hair. Come
0: on. Come on. Hello? Hello, Glover? Is Chief Cody still at headquarters? Fine, let me talk to him. Huh? Uh, This is Private Collins, Company 209. Okay, I'll hold the line. Uh, Chief Cody? Yes, sir, this is Collins. Yes, sir, I've got a line on that salesman you're looking for. Yes, sir, I know it's the one. A A neighbor of ours bought some of those electrical cords from him this morning. Her description fits right down to a T. Huh? You want to talk to her? Yes, sir. We'll expect you. I'll take you to meet her.
1: Oh, come in, Chief. I was waiting for you. All right, Collins. Well, let's not waste any time. That woman must be warned not to use that stuff she
0: bought. Oh, it's all right, sir. Mom went over there to do just that. Only a moment before I phoned you to report.
1: Good. Now, then, if you'll take me over there, I'd like to question her. Make sure she can identify that rascal who's selling these things. Yes, sir. Uh, There's, uh, just one thing, uh...
0: Well, if you could wait a few minutes, long as Mom has warned her anyway. What? Wait a few minutes, Collins? Well, what for? Well, sir, uh Mom told me to... Well, you see, sir, when I came in, she
1: was in the kitchen and... and, and... Oh, oh, so you're doing relief duty as cook, is that it? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mom's orders were to watch the stew. Well, then, all you can do is obey your commanding officer, my boy, until relief. Uh, yes, sir.
0: Uh, won't you wait inside until my
1: relief comes? (laughs) don't mind if I do, Collins. Unless... Uh Uh-oh, here's your relief coming now. Uh, Mom? Yeah, coming full speed up the street. Uh, good evening, Mrs. Collins. Oh,
4: Bob Cody, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, did
1: you warn Miss Layton, Mom?
4: Well, I couldn't catch her, Tim. She wasn't there.
0: What? Oh, I don't like that. You you mean she'd gone out by the time you got there? Gone
4: out for the evening. Nobody knows where. I asked the landlady to be sure to tell Andy not to take any chances. Yeah, but,
1: but who knows if she'll get the message in mm. time... or I'll pay any attention to it if she does. Well, I guess that's all we can do for tonight. Oh, good grief. Doesn't that salesman realize what damage he's doing? Yes, well, he'll realize it, all right, when I get near enough to talk to
2: him. So the attempt to protect Miss Andy Layton from her own carelessness... in buying substandard electrical cord for use in her rented room comes to a standstill... At least for the night. And early the next morning, soon after, Tim reports for duty with engine 209.
1: by. 132! Temple and Cedar! First two
0: Oh Oh, good grief. Temple and Cedar, that's my own street corner. All clear, back there! All clear! Come on, step on it, go Give me a left home. Let's go!
2: Maybe you've guessed what Tim is going to learn when Engine 209 reaches the fire alarm box at Temple and Cedar, the corner across the street from Miss Andy Layton's boarding house. Chief Cody has guessed it already and is on his way to the fire scene. You'll join him there when you listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here is a message you ought to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is your friend, Chief Cody. And today, I'd like to
1: review our brigade list of common fire causes. Now, get that notebook of yours out and let's check against my master copy right here. First, we listed matches and smoking, second, poor housekeeping which means don't let those papers and rubbish pile up. Then came storage, and every rookie firefighter knows that work clothes or rags should be stored in closed containers. Fourth on our list is cleaning cloths, which we tag dangerous, unless they, too, are stored away in tight containers. Fifth, we listed oily material, things like lint, sawdust, and cotton waste, which safety first tells us to get rid of because they catch fire mighty easily. Six on our brigade list is packing material. So next to that, let's write, store all packing materials in airtight containers. Now for number seven, sparks. And for sparks, our slogan is, be alert, be watchful of dangerous sparks. And now, here's a new one for your brigade list, machinery. Yes, sir, overheated or worn-out machinery is a fire hazard, too. So let's remember to keep a watchful eye on machines of all kinds. Well, that brings our list up to date. So don't forget to study it, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Goodbye for now.
2: Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear. That's it. Let's
1: roll!